probably missed the point. This perspective, which angle you looking from? When you take a chance, have I wonder who you took it from? Come from Brooklyn, son, got no problem taking nothing. So I figured I could take nothing and make it something. Tell them faking ass niggas, they won't make it frontin'. Tell them girls lose their clothes and get the shaking something. Purple weed, gold bottles, now let's make it something. Cause y'all don't really, y'all don't really, y'all don't really. I'm back once again. It's your boy King Known Uncensored. We're gonna be talking game threes. I don't wanna hear that I'm late shit, man. People still wanna hear my thoughts on these games and whatnot. Oh, we got we got something crazy for that last game, though. Ooh. But first off, LeBron's son, Bronny James, commits to USC. Congratulations, kid. Congratulations. I don't know, man. I'm back and forth about it. I want him to go all four years. That'd be dope as hell. You know, for Bronny to take a different path. That'd be cool as hell. Like if he just went way left and did all four years and then went to the pros. <clears throat> but, you know, the consensus is that, you know, Bron is going to play with his son. You know, that's been a dream of his. That's been something that he's always wanted. I don't know. That's going to be hard to pull off. But we'll see. I hope it happens, you know, for those guys. You know, whatever dreams manifested come true and all that shit. Right? So, Chris Brown and Usher seem to be back cool after the little situation. But, um... Some people are saying that the jumping didn't happen. Some people said he only had a bloody nose. But Usher didn't seem like the next day he had any visible injuries. And those two guys performed together at the Lovers and Friends Fest. But I just feel like the whole situation was a complete misunderstanding. And Usher didn't know what was going on between Chris Brown and Tiana Taylor. Because I guess it's it was reported that, you know, Tiana, Sierra, and Chris Brown were going to do a tribute to Michael Jackson. And Chris Brown was going to perform at the American Music Awards. And they took his whole segment off. Because Tiana Taylor canceled. You know, she basically said it was a scheduling conflict. And Chris was not feeling that shit because he felt like she should have told him because of based on their relationship. You know, because they're close from what I hear. And Chris felt like that was some backstabbing shit. And that's why he was cussing her out. At his birthday party. But anyway, man, let's get to game threes. I know I'm a little bit behind. I've been busy. Got bills to pay. 
Saturday. Oh yeah, let's move on to Friday. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Because you know tonight we going we going to hit them with we going to hit them with back to backs, man. Cuz I need the viewership. <laughs> I'm I'm real close to being monetized, so we going to hit niggas with back to backs. Pause. All right. So Game three, Celtics and 76ers. Uh, this was another one where Boston just completely had control of the game. I mean, you got um, Jalen, you know, the Boston Celtics defeated the, uh, the Philadelphia 76ers in game three and took a 2-1 lead over the um, Sixers, 114-102. to Um the Boston Celtics got complete production from their entire team. Tatum led all scores with 27, 10, and 5. Jalen Brown had 23.7 rebounds, 5 assists. Al Horford at 17. Derek White had 13. Marcus Smart had 15. Malcolm Brogdon had 15. And that was pretty much all the production that they needed as James Harden Put, I mean, don't let the 16 points and 11 assists fool you. He put on an atrocious performance as he disappeared for two straight nights. As he only shot three of 14 from the field. Joel Embiid, you know, had a bounce back game as he had 30 points and 13 rebounds. But the Sixers couldn't get it done at home. It's no simpler. It's no simple way of describing that situation. Disappointing performance from the 76ers. As you know, they stole home court from Boston. So you kind of had a better expectation of this squad that next game. So let's move on to game three as the Phoenix Suns avoid the death sentence as they defeated the Denver Nuggets at home 121 to 114. I mean, Denver need, I mean, Phoenix needed this game to bounce back because I was worried about Kevin Durant. He hadn't shown up the first two games, but now KD had a 39.9 rebound, eight assist performance. And Devin Booker had a 47.6 rebound, 9 assist performance. And it's crazy. It's between Devin Booker, Jimmy Butler, and Anthony Davis as to who has been the best player in these playoffs. And they, the Suns didn't get production from nobody else in this game. Like, they legit leaned on D-Book and Kevin Durant without the services of Chris Paul. You know what I'm saying? Which leads me to my next question. Are the Phoenix Suns better off without Chris Paul? Because it seems like the ball moves a lot better when Paul is not there. It seems like Devin... Uh, it seems like Devin and Kevin... Like... 
they they play a lot more aggressive when Chris Paul isn't initiating the offense. Because, you know, Chris Paul has a game where he has to have the ball or he's not going to be effective. He's not really that great off the ball. And I don't know if he could be a standstill shooter while Devin Booker and KD run their isos, try to break down their opponent, find their mismatches. But we'll have to see, like, when Chris Paul gets back, is he really a liability? Because Chris Paul is set. Now, his leadership is not to be questioned. He's still solid as a leader. Because I see him over there talking to his teammates, firing them up, motivating them. I mean, they're saying that it's a possibility he might miss the next game too. Now that the series is going six games, CP might be back by game six. But I wouldn't be surprised if he returned for game five. So, moving on, moving on, moving on. The New York Knicks and the Miami Heats. The Miami Heat defeat the New York Knicks at home 105 to 86. And my God, Jimmy Butler, like when he plays, the Miami Heat are hype. Like they really like love this guy. I mean, and pause, what's not to love about a a guy who can play, who's a two-way player, who can score at will and isn't afraid to check the other team's best player. On the New York side of things, Julius Randle had a terrible performance. He only had 10 points. He did have 14 rebounds, which is not bad, but he shot four of 15. He shot horrible. R.J. Barrett, same thing. He had 14 points, but he was 5 of 16 from the field. Jalen Brunson had 20 points and 8 assists, but he shot 7 of 20. New York, it's just plain and simple. New York was not hitting their shots. And they got production from Emmanuel quickly, but obviously it wasn't enough as Miami just had this team by the balls. Pause. They just did. It was nothing that these niggas could really do about it either. I mean, Miami is a whole different team at home than they are on the road, even though they're a solid road team, as we've seen throughout these playoffs. Jimmy Butler had 28 points. Bam Adebayo actually showed up this game, 17 and 12. This is what Miami's going to need from him if they're going to go to the finals. If they're going to go back to the finals, you know what I'm saying? Bam has to do this every night. He has to be that player on both sides that people say he is. Especially that player they say he is on the defensive end, which I'm not convinced of. Max Struess had 19 points. Kyle Lowry had 14 points off the bench. 
then, um, yeah, man, it's nothing more, nothing less to be said. The last game. Oh, boy. Once again, it's on. The Los Angeles Lakers defeated the Golden State Warriors 127-97. to Now, here's the thing. Before I get into my rant about this cheating and rigging shit that not only that I recognize, I know one thing is, I know I'm not crazy. That's the one thing I do know. I've been I've been seeing the obvious cheating for the Lakers the whole series. I just see it like the bad calls, like these dudes were getting to the line. And people's excuse really is that the Golden State Warriors are hacks. That is so fucking ridiculous. Were they fouling? Sure. Everybody's fouling. But the free throw attempts are really fucking driving me nuts. But let's talk about the performances first before I get into it. You know, we got Steph Curry, 23 points. Klay Thompson, 15 points. Andrew Wiggins, 16 points. Didn't get much from Draymond Green, but we'll get to Draymond Green in a moment. They got no production from their bench whatsoever until obviously the game was out of reach. Los Angeles Lakers, LeBron James, 21 points, eight rebounds, eight assists. That's pretty solid. Anthony Davis though, 25 points, 13 rebounds, four blocks, three steals, three assists. I don't know, man. Every day I watch Anthony Davis when he's engaged, and aggressive, I'd be thinking that this is the best player in, in basketball. But D'Angelo Russell was really the story here. 21 points and five assists. This dude is cooking, I tell you. In this series, he has stepped it up. And I'm proud of D'Angelo Russell as a basketball player. This is the guy that we've been waiting to see this is Brooklyn Nets D'Angelo Russell. And I like that the Los Angeles Lakers are giving him the green light. Lonnie Walker the fourth came in. He got some minutes and he was productive. He had 12 points. Dennis Schroeder had 12 points off the bench. But Let's get to the bullshit. Again, free throw discrepancies. You had the Los Angeles Lakers with 37 free throw attempts. You had the Golden State Warriors with 17 free throw attempts. And I don't want to hear that shit about Golden State is a three-point shooting team when they're getting fouled on their three-point attempts as well. It's crazy when you got guys like Eddie Griffin, who's a lifetime Lakers fan, calling out the free-throw attempts. I mean, yes, I understand that famous Los is a Warriors fan. I can dig that. But he's also fair with his takes. Famous Los is fair. 
but 37 free throw attempts to 17, it was a, at a point where it was like 27 to 6. Then the Warriors was up 11 with seven minutes left in the second quarter. And then it was 18 straight free throw attempts for the Lakers. So, my thing is, I'm not, I'm not complaining, I'm stating the obvious. These are facts. If you're going to rig something, if you're going to give the team the game, let them earn it and rig it for them at the end, like they used to do it. Now, some things are obvious, like the 2002 Lakers versus Kings when they rigged it for the Lakers to beat the Kings in game six. There are other instances of this. And a lot of people are reiterating that the Celtics are getting a bunch of attempts over the Philadelphia 76ers in that series, especially in game three. So these aren't the only instances of obviously rigging here. I personally think that Adam Silver is making this series seven games because Curry and LeBron bring ratings. They are two of the game's most popular players that they both love. And I think that they might be going for a Boston and LA finals. Like a lot of my peers are saying this. And it's something to think about. Amp, do I agree with them? I'm not 100% sure. But it's something to think about as the playoffs continue. But this free throw shit is getting out of hand. It's like, I'm with Famous Los on this. Let them actually earn a win. I don't think the Los Angeles Lakers, as a staff record label and as a motherfucking crew, have earned a win in this series. Now against Memphis, Memphis was stupid. I knew it was a possibility that Memphis would fuck a lot of these games off. But the Warriors are different. They're not the Grizzlies. They're the defending champions. And they're not getting the same respect as a lottery team last year. They were a lottery team. I do have a feeling that Golden State is going to win game four in L.A. And they're going to go back to Golden State for a best of three. Now, who wins this series? I have no clue. I just really hope they don't steal this series away from the Warriors. Because after the third quarter, the game just became unwatchable. It's just like, okay, back to Draymond Green. Draymond Green had five fouls at the end of the second quarter. In the first quarter, they were calling charge properly. Draymond Green was in proper position, pause, to take the charge. They were positioned properly to take charges. Then the second quarter comes along, and all of a sudden, Draymond 
is called for four blocking fouls. Never in the history of niggerdom have I seen one player get called for four blocking fouls. A player whose feet was outside of the circle. For And all four times, it was an over-aggressive Anthony Davis that he was called for those charges. People saying I'm crying and complaining. Bitch, I can see. Bitch, I'm not blind. Bitch, fuck you. I'm saying, though, the man's feet was outside of the circle. He took the charge to the chest. And they called blocking. One of those calls was reversed in the early part of the second quarter. I mean, Bill Lambeer used to do this shit all the time. And so this man go get four blocking fouls. A guy who's this team's best defender got to sit down the entire third quarter as their team gets mollywhopped. But however, Golden State is not out of the woods yet. I still think if you take away the Lakers' free throw attempts, the Warriors were still going to lose this game. Despite them, the Lakers didn't need all of that help. They didn't. The Lakers were going to win the game anyway. You want to know why? Golden State was turning over the ball, and they were making unconventional turnovers. They were making turnovers that were uncharacteristic like Steph was turning over the ball after I just gave him props for point guarding those some of the but however you could also attribute that to the Lakers defense and I gotta give LeBron some props on the defensive end on the interior this entire playoffs dude's been solid on the interior as far as blocking shots are concerned Obviously, Anthony Davis has been a problem for the Warriors. And I get that. I'm not discounting LeBron's performance on the defensive end and Anthony Davis' overall performance. I'm saying they don't need all those fucking free throws. The Lakers could have won by two points because of Golden State's early first half mistakes but that's my show I appreciate y'all for coming through and fucking with me on this Monday this is King Known Uncensored we got that game 3 talk for you I'll be promoting this shit all day thank you very much I hope y'all have a great Monday. I hope y'all have a great week because we're going to come back maybe later on tonight or tomorrow morning with the game four talks. I'm a little bit behind, but appreciate it.